right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today we have a special episode, and I just want to share this with you before we get started. That one of the big, like, kind of takeaways or the big things that have that has come through for me over the past couple weeks as I've been working on, like I've shared with you, the messaging and you know just working on what my business and my brand stands for as we move forward. One of the biggest things that has come through for me is the term unapologetic empires, right? Because that's like, to me, the definition of an unapologetic empire is a, is a business built on the foundation of passion and purpose by a woman that is, you know, refusing to stay small, refusing to, you know, self-abandon, refusing to play by the rules that she thinks she's supposed to play and really truly own and know that she is the magic. She is the magic ingredient to making everything in her life work to creating her success. And so as we move forward with the show, I really want to put an emphasis on a lot more Yes. Um, I, I hesitate to say the word interviews because I don't want them to be interviews. I want it to feel like we're sitting around having, you know, a glass of Prosecco and just chit-chatting and, you know, talking. I, I just feel like when we start like, the, I don't know, the interview process, it can often be so stiff. And I feel like that's not where the best stuff comes from. And so I say all of that because today we are joined by my first guest in a really long time, but it's funny because she was actually the last guest that I had, uh, in late 2019. And it just, when I was started thinking, about the unapologetic empire piece of things. Uh, Christy Russell is one of the first people that came to mind because not only because she's a long-term client and somebody who I'm not even saying that like, because she's my client, she's my long-term client. And I have gotten to know her really well. And if it's funny, I told Christy this today, but like when I was on that date that I was sharing with you guys, uh, last week, my date said to me, like, why do you, you know, why do you love what you do? What's your favorite part of what you do? And I was like, seeing women like Christy, like who I look at that are just capable of anything. Like I truly see so much magic when it comes to their, their intelligence and their knowledge, but also just the passion that they put into what they do and their drive to make it happen. And like, that's one of the most beautiful parts of what I do. And so again, I felt like the perfect uh, first guest to have back with you for you guys, because I feel like Christy's business has changed so much. She is a, she used to be a stylist, right? She used to mostly focus in her business on styling. She's an image consultant. She's a coach and she really is dedicated to helping women rise through style, rise through seeing themselves the way that they truly are and dressing the part and showing up the part. And again, she's incredible at what she does, but her business has been through such an incredible journey over the past few years. And so there's nobody better to chit chat with and to discuss and dive in. And so she's here and I'm so excited. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. I feel like instead of, I brought a glass of water. Now I feel like I should have brought Prosecco. That would have been so much more fun. It would have been so much more fun. What idiots. Yeah. <laughs> totally should have. My favorite drink. That would have been great. And it's five o'clock where I am. So I would have loved that. I'm ready to get down at two New o'clock. Standard for yeah. podcasting going forward. Absolutely. I know dummies. We should have thought of that. No, but thank you for being here. I'm excited to have you. And like, I feel like you and I have been talking about a little bit about the concept of being self-made. Yeah. And I know that that's a weird term for a lot of people because, you know, I know that we're not fully self-made in the sense of nobody helped us along the way, but you know, we're a lot more self-made than like Kylie fucking Jenner. Right. Right. And so I really, 
appreciate and respect that you have unapologetically from the very beginning have, it didn't matter, you know, where you were in terms of money, in terms of building your business from the beginning, you're like, you become self-made the way you show up again with your style, with your image. And so, I don't know, I just wanted you to talk a little bit about that for the people who listen to this show who are, you know, self-made and they're striving to be even more and more each day, right. To go to their next level. Like, what does that mean to you in terms of how they show up and, and their image? Oh my God. Well, even just the, the thinking like that I'm a self-made person. I mean, when I think about how long it's taken me to get here in the first place, I'm like, wow, am I really like all that self-made? Like, I don't know. It feels like such a long journey and so short at the same time, you know, but I think, you know, I feel like a lot of the times with entrepreneurship, you feel like you're feeling around in the dark a lot of the time. And you're kind of looking around to see where the adult is and who's going to point you in the right direction, or at least that's how it felt for me a lot of the time. And it just had to always come back to the fact of what's the overall goal here? What's the vision? And, you know, you hear about everybody else living their, their dream life when they've made it, so to speak. And so reminding yourself that it doesn't have to be any different for you. Like you don't have to be the exception where you have to do all these things that, you know, you don't enjoy or that don't light you up, but that you can create a business that feels good to you and on your terms and you get to like rise to the occasion, so to speak, and become the woman that you've always want to be. Because I feel like, and I feel like most entrepreneurs feel this way, self, like entrepreneurship feels like the biggest self-development roller coaster you will ever be on in your life. And so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I just, for me, it's been amazing just when I think of being self-made, just the growth that I've gone to and how my style and image has changed from day one from like website, my personal aesthetic, the language I use, like how I show up, like all of that's just so very different from where I was to where I am now. And my image and style is always reflected where I feel like I've been, like I projected an image that's been very, yeah, it it always just showed, I felt like where I was at that time in my life. And, um, like, I don't know, I I'd love that you said unapologetic empire, because I just always thought like watching, you know, women like yourself and other entrepreneurs that have just crushed it. I just thought I want that too, but I want to make it on my terms. Like I don't want somebody else's life. I want it to be on my own. And so when I think of being self-made, like, I just think of the fucking grind I've done along the way and, um, but how messy and magical it's been at the same time to have something that solely represents me and my community, but it's, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. And even better than what I imagined it to be in the first place, which is amazing. I feel like, I think like the big takeaway that I take from what you just said is, I don't know, reminding everybody you specifically, I feel like you have always been very intentional in terms of how you show up with your image, with your aesthetics. And that doesn't mean it hasn't evolved over time, but you were always kind of meeting yourself wherever you were. You did the best of your ability at any given moment. And I don't know. I just think that's a really important piece for people because isn't it? I'm sure you would agree that it's so easy to see people talk about becoming your next level self or your ideal self. And then you I don't know. It's almost like when you hear other people talk about it, you get this image in your head of like, it was perfection. Like every single day, they just knew to do that and to step into their next level self. And like, I I appreciate about you that you're so polished and intentional while at the same time, very humble about the fact that this has been brutal sometimes (laughs) and it's, it's messy, you know? Yeah. Well, 
you know, I think even for me, because I'm so into fashion and whatnot anyway, when I heard of stepping into your next level woman and I, I thought of my dream self instantly for me, it felt like, you know, designer wardrobe, you have like the perfect hair, the perfect bod, the perfect business, the perfect clients, like all these things. And it just doesn't happen that way. <laughs> and like, you know, as much as I love to get dressed, there are definitely days where I look like a mess, like an absolute mess. And I have to be just as comfortable with that as well. But I realized that as much as I wanted, you know, the designer wardrobe, even when it wasn't a possibility for me to afford those things, you just did what you could to show up the way that you wanted for that next level vision to remind yourself that that's the direction and goal that you're ultimately striving for without feeling or making yourself bad that you're not there yet because your style and, and business evolves as you do. And so it gets to meet you at the level that you're at. And like the journey is part of, I mean, it's frustrating when you're in it, but like, it's the fun <laughs> of it at the same time, which is, yeah. It's, Isn't it so funny? Time. Isn't that yes. so funny that we'll say that like, it's the journey. And then like five minutes later, we're like pulling our hair out. Oh, but it really is. It really, yeah. like, because like, would you, I mean, I feel this way. I wouldn't trade any of my struggles for the world. No, which, but in the moment, don't you feel like, like oh, I, there's so many times where it's like tears streaming down my face and I'm like, I hate my life. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> Whatever, ever like, you know, you feel like you're the only one going through all of this, but looking back, I'm like, oh, that's why it happened. Like I need, like I needed that, you know? Totally. I I've joked for years. I fantasize about working at Starbucks on a regular basis. It feels such like an easy thing. Then this, that I again, I've said it a million times, but like, this is the hard work. The, the, you said that perfectly. We're like keeping that balance between the vision of where you want to go and also recognizing how far you've come. I'm paraphrasing the way that you said that, but like, that's, that's the trickiest part, not making yourself miserable in the journey. Yeah. Well, and especially when you see it with like online nowadays, anyway, like you see so many people talking about these massive months and, and things that they're accomplishing in their business. And it's so easy to focus on how you're not there yet. And I've definitely done that to myself, like God knows how many times, but, you know, I'm remembering that you will get there. And that's like knowing that that's ultimately where you're going to end up being is exciting, even if that's not quite where you're at just yet. And again, so that's where the, the enjoying the ride, so to speak, comes in as frustrating as it is. But I will say, I like now that I'm in the thick of it with business, it is a lot more fun <laughs> than it used to be. But I think it's because I was festering so much on not having something versus recognizing that I am ultimately going to have it. I'm just maybe not there just yet, you know? It's so easy to make yourself miserable and wrong yeah. in the journey. Do you feel like, and obviously working with you closely, it, it feels like it's been this beautiful journey. And I've been, I've been talking about this a lot lately. So it's, you know, no coincidence that I feel like you're kind of on the same path here, but it's like, I think for a long time in your business, you got paid for what you do mm -hmm. and you're in the process of this transition of getting paid for who you are. And yeah. I wonder if you feel like you're just crushing it right now, but do you feel, I don't know, like that makes the journey then easier because it's, you're not just, I don't know. I hope I'm saying that right, but it's like, you're not just trying to do something anymore or prove that you are something anymore. And like, it feels like you've stepped into this place of just embodiment on this next level. And in that, again, in this weird way, makes the journey a little bit easier. Yeah. I mean, it's really fun to kind of, I, I kind of look at where I'm at now as more of a mentorship role with a lot of the stylists and whatnot that I work with. And it feels weird that anyone would want to pick my brain, but it's also the coolest thing at the same time. 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you ever feel like that with your, like with your business as well, that people just, they're so like anxious to just be in your energy and pick your brain. Is that weird for you? It's not weird for me as much as it's like, I think I just have to remember it's easy for me to forget that like the things that come naturally to me don't come naturally to everyone else. Yes. Yeah. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah. You just like, you'll sit there and be like, Oh, I have nothing to say on a reel today, whatever it is. I mean, while my journal is, you know, nonstop, I'm like, Oh, just start like read your journal, just share your actual things that you're going through. But it's so easy for us to forget that not everyone is a processing like us, but also there are people who are steps behind us and who need you in the way that you say things. Yeah. And that's been the weirdest, like one of the, I mean, there's been many weird things, but like one of the weird things that's been hard to remember is, you know, there's like so much value in the journeys that we go through in our individual stories that we can share with the person that's a few step behind, behind us. And to me, that's been something I, I feel like I constantly have to practice and remind myself that, you know, there's power in just storytelling about what you've overcome or what you've gone through because someone else will, will garner a lesson or a gem from that. That's going to help them get the next step further from where they may currently be as well. And that, I don't know, I love that part of it. Like, it's just nice being able to pass on wisdom from just, again, like you said, the embodiment place and just being who you are and sharing what you've gone through and sharing your knowledge that maybe comes a little bit easier to you rather than just like, here's my skill. Here's the, here's the tools that I'm going to hand you. Like, it's just a very different feeling, but a good one. I, like, I really like that, but it's been something for me that I've had to adjust being used to along the way, if you will. Totally. And yeah. I feel like you said that there's power in talking to our previous self, but like, I, I would argue that it's the most powerful and it's yeah. like, we forget that. So again, so often we're like, this is true for me. And like, in looking at your business, I think it's the same for you is like the things that have sold the most easily, the the best, they're the things that when you're, I don't want to use the term soapbox, but it's when you're just on this, like you're shouting from the rooftops, I want you all to get this. Like, I want you all to understand this because again, I didn't get this at one point and I want your journey to be a little bit easier. Yeah. Well, and the embodiment piece of talking about a story that you could like, honestly, just talk about a riff on forever is so powerful. Cause I know even with you, that's one of the things that I've loved so much. Like I remember when you were first talking about moving to LA beforehand and that was so powerful and just hearing how your business has evolved over the years has just been amazing to watch. And every little nugget or story that you've shared along the way, I'm like, damn, I could like, I, like I always garner something from that. And yet for some reason, as entrepreneurs, we often make ourselves the exception to the rule. And we're like, oh, well, but like no one will be interested in our story, you know? So, and we forget, like I, I do the same thing and I've been doing this for ages <laughs> and I forget all the time. We, I feel like, and it's not even that we forget. I feel like, well, we, when all of a sudden we want an outcome, mm-hmm. it's like worse than forgetting. It's like literally like, it's like our brain falls out of our body. And like, all of a sudden we, again, like we forget that. I don't know. We've, I think a lot of us forget to not be in survivor mode, survival mode. And we forget. And, you know, I I'm saying this for everyone to hear this because as Christy and I are speaking about this two successful entrepreneurs, we know that we have so much knowledge and power and experience to share. We know how many people need to hear it while at the same time we can sit there in the middle of a launch and then like all of a sudden forget that we have anything to say. Cause we're so like, we can be so focused on the outcome, nervous, or just 
not stressed or in fear, but just attached to that outcome. And so it's something that I'm just like reminding everybody over of over and over again. I don't care how much money you have in the bank account right now. You can give yourself permission to like drop the outcome and shift into that next level self, which really comes back to what we're talking about here being self-made, creating yourself, being who you want to be. And that's not fake it till you make it as much as it is just this choice to drop the fear in that moment. Yeah. And actually one of the best examples, even for me that I had gone through with this recently was my style CEO launch, which was the first business oriented program that I had put together for other stylists or like, yeah, my, my stylists out there that were wanting to scale their business because it's something that a lot of stylists struggle with. And I remember because I was so scared about launching this thing, thinking no one would find value in it. I'm like, I just got this mindset of like, just fuck it. Like, I'm just going to talk about what I want. And it was to this date, one of the launches I've had the most fun with, and it turned out to be a huge success, but I dropped the outcome. I mean, my mindset was maybe not so great going in thinking that no one would sign up, but I had just decided that no no matter what, I was just going to be all in with it. And I didn't overthink any of my content. I just shared any story that I could think of or anything that I knew I was thinking about when I was trying to scale and grow my business. And it turned out to be a great success. And it's still one of the classes that I'm in the middle of teaching right now that I love so much, but I was never, ever focused on the amount of people that I could get in because it always... And I used to even hate it when you said this to me when I was struggling when I first met you and you were like, stop focusing on the numbers. (laughs) Like It will screw you every time. And it's true because you forget your magic when you're focused on how many people are or are not in your world versus, you know, what's fun that I can talk about or a story that I can share or what I've overcome that I know you can too, but you're, you know, maybe can't see the forest for the trees right now. Like, it's just, it's such a different shift in a way of launching or selling something, but there's so much magic in it at the same time. There's so much magic in it. And I used to get so annoyed when people would say that to me, I get annoyed when I say it to myself, it's, it's (laughs) such an annoying thing to hear. And so I think that like, I don't know, like, I think there are a lot of coaches that are like talking about it from like a very like bypassing kind of place, you know, this multi-million dollar coach money doesn't matter. Like, no, they do. Right. The sales matter, but it's that again, both of us coming from a place of we've experienced both sides of this. And we know for sure that you make more money when you stop freaking out about the money and you just remember again, your magic instead. And so it's worth a try. It's worth giving a shot to. Yeah. Well, and it's, again, it was probably, cause I remember the very first time you said it to me, I think I was launching one of my style courses and it was the most frustrating thing to hear, but also it was, it, like loosening your grip. Cause I'm such a control freak. I feel like you can have moments like that too. Right. Where we just oh, want to yeah. like, know everything's happening. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are like that. We're, uh, 99% I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it was one of those things where it, it allowed me to just show up the way that I wanted to, which comes back to that self-made thing, right? Like you don't have to, cause I feel like even for me, this is where stress came from. I would try and launch like other people all the time because that's what was quote unquote going to make you successful. And again, when I just rooted myself more in what I knew and my story or my experiences and how I knew that was going to help other people, it made it so much easier, even though it's like, I know it can sound what's the word like frustrating to hear if you're in a position where you're really needing the money in the moment, but truly it's the thing that will like open your brain up to just all these new possibilities and things that you can share with people. Well, I think I was about to say, I think one of the biggest things to remember, and again, I'll say this to myself, I'll say this to you, 
where like, we are women who like to know like, okay, one and one equals two. Like we know how we're going to get from point A to point B. Again, I don't want to say that we're controlling, but we're self-made, right? We create the circumstances that we want. But I think this kind of new understanding for me that when I do that, sure, it's kept me safe in the past, but it's also not created any space for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. And so when all of us are sitting there, like, I don't know, let's say you, every single time you launch something, you get 10 sales, you get 10 sales, you get 10 sales. And you're like, okay, I know how to create 10 sales, but like, because we're so controlling of that outcome, we're not leaving any space for anything new or unexpected to come through. And so I don't know, I'm I'm learning, (laughs) I'm in the very early (laughs) stages of learning and understanding that loosening that grip is actually really helpful. Yeah. But it's so hard, right? Because we're so used to what's familiar in our routine of how we go about things. I have like, for me anyway, that's what I've found the most challenging is the loosening of the grip to allow for that space. Don't you find that challenging? Absolutely. Cause it's, it's so easy to be in fear around. Mm -hmm. This is how I've gotten this result before. So like, if I don't do this thing, I'm not going to get what I want, but I think, I don't know. I'm just that whole, the whole concept again, like I said, about like survival versus thriving, it's when we're sitting here with, you know, money in the bank and we're doing well. And then to watch ourselves still trying to be so like, that's the moment where you're like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of like loosen my grip a little bit, which is really the interesting part about what you just said about style CEO is when you were like, fuck it. And you gave yourself permission to like, stop white knuckling it you showed up in your power. You let your magic come through. You didn't overthink things. And I feel like you've been on such an, I mean, you were, you were already, but you've been on such an upward spy up, upward, no upward hill. It makes it sound wrong. You know what I mean? You're upward trajectory. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. been going up and up and up since then. And that's not a fucking coincidence. Yeah. I just, I mean, I know you and I were talking about this this morning, but I'm, I feel like I'm trying to catch up with myself the way that my business has just exploded since giving myself more permission just to put together easier packages. Because when you were talking about survival mode, I remember there's so many times you've said to me, and I've caught myself doing this too. The second I've gotten like just an inkling of freedom, my brain's like, nope, what else can we like, what other other thing can we offer? What can I fill my to-do list with? And it's terrible. Whereas now where I've been working a little bit smarter and just putting things that make sense together and allowing myself a little bit more freedom. Like I'm on the cusp of my first 6k month. Like what is life right now? Like six figure mom. No. Six figure. You said 6k. Oh my God. Sorry. Six figures. <laughs> <laughs> See, my brain hasn't caught up. My God. <laughs> uh, just oh. for everyone, uh, Christy, literally, she's like inches away from her first six figure month today. So like, we're not, you know, I was like, I don't want to jinx it, but like, we're obviously like, we know it's going to happen. But so I didn't say it in the beginning, but that's just to give you an idea of how well and incredible she is rocking her business and how well she is showing up. And as well, just purchase a second home, which is a really big deal. Her dream home. And again, I just want to like reiterate and emphasize it's such, that feels like those two things, I mean, and everything are just such a product of you allowing yourself to just fully be you and let people see that. Yeah. And the other thing actually that I was really, I've been thinking about this over the past few days, again, just because I'm trying to almost catch up with myself, which is maybe a, a silly way of thinking about it, but, you know, even just going back to you know, thinking about watching all these other entrepreneurs, you know, crush it in the space. And I remember at certain points in my business, I was thinking like, oh, 
that must be nice, but I'll never, I, I either didn't feel like I would ever get there or that it just felt like some unattainable thing that would be a nice to have at some point. And I think what's really shifted for me, aside from allowing myself to just show up the way that I want to, has just been the self-image that I've had about myself of seeing myself as a six-figure-a-month six earner, number one, and allowing myself to indulge in the things that I would have, not to that you want to like obviously put yourself in a horrible, debtful situation, but allowing myself to dream and take the action steps to find out about the things that you sort of dream about, like the dream home you know, when Sean, my husband and I started looking around for that, like we weren't even in the possibility of buying anything at that point. We just thought it would be fun and we should figure out what the market's like and all these things. But it started to really get us in the position and image of, okay, well, if we're these people that are going to buy this second home on an island and whatnot, you know, it really got us thinking more about like the bigger picture in life and the people we would have to show up as to obtain that kind of thing. And so I feel like that's been a, a large part in, for me anyway, what shifted in particular this month to just really shift the way that my business has operated was seeing that that was possible, which may be cheesy, but I really truly didn't think I would be capable of getting there. And somehow I blinked and like, here we are. It's just, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing for me still. It's, I feel like it's that when you want to make those like quantum jumps happen, it's hard to understand, but I feel like the way that you just described it, you described it in reverse of like, here's what I just did without even realizing it. Yeah. Because I think, I think it's important for everyone that like when you, with anything, love making more money, whatever that number is, if you are creating this separation or this, like, it's going to happen someday. And it is going to happen someday, but it's still, if you see it in your distant future and you're not doing anything to move towards it, you're just keeping it further and further away from yourself. And I think it's like, I think the second house is such a perfect example because again, I think for all of us, I'm going to use this example. It's like, let's say if you wanted to lose a ton of weight and you're like, I want to wear a bikini one day but you're like, you're waiting for you. You almost imagine it as like this magical moment where like, you're going to one day, you're going to have this great body. And then that one day you're going to go into a store and you're going to get a bikini. And it's like, you still, again, you envision it in the future. Whereas like, go to the store, try it on, take a picture, whatever it is, like start seeing yourself in that thing, because that's going to spark so much momentum. And it's the same thing. Like you thought one day you were going to get that house and it's not as though you snapped your fingers and it happened as soon as you went to see it or went once you started putting the wheels in motion, but the wheels wouldn't have been in motion if you didn't take the first step. And then that got the wheels in motion. Yeah. Well, and actually this is thanks to you too, because I mean, so many things are thanks to you anyway, but the, this was something actually, I remember when I went to your first mastermind that I was in with you. And I remember talking to you about wanting designer shoes. Like, and I mean that, I know that sounds so basic, but like, guys, I'm a stylist. So I, like, obviously I'm going to want the shoes, <laughs> so, but I, you know, I really want it. And you, you were telling us, or like talking to us obviously about money mindset and whatnot. And then you looked at me and you said, you get to be the woman that wears $700 shoes on her feet every day. And I, I remember pausing and I felt like, like, I just had this shift in my mind. Cause I never thought that I would be, or even saw myself as a woman that would buy $700 shoes as her footwear every day. And so even though my bank account vastly did not reflect that, 
the time. It was one of those things where every time I had like a bigger milestone in my business, I treated myself to some damn shoes. And now like that is my shoe closet, but that's thanks to you because I would never have seen myself as somebody that could do that in the first place, let alone be that woman. And so even those small, like incremental shifts have been so powerful for me along the way, because they were a symbol of what was possible and what I had accomplished so far. And so I feel like those little treats for us as entrepreneurs that give us nudges of our like future vision that we're kind of aiming for, or like, I don't know, they're so powerful. Did you like, did you have anything like that too? Cause that was a big one that you said to me. Well, totally. And I think, I just think that you said it really well there that it like, it is the incremental nudges. Yeah. We, like it's like, I don't know. I think, and I'm, I, I'm sure you agree with me that again, you can hear people talk about at whatever stage when, when I was making zero money and somebody was making 10 K when I was making, you know, 20 K and somebody was making hundred K every single time you hear other people talk about it, it feels like it's this, like, you know, logically it wasn't an overnight success, but even in hearing that it happened fast, you still don't feel into like the messy parts or the steps that actually happened to get there. And so those, again, those incremental nudges that feel like no big deal, like, oh, okay. We're in, you know, South Carolina, we're going to go check out the house. You going, you weren't like, this is that moment. This is the moment <laughs> that our lives are going to change. You're like, no, let's go by, let's drive by, let's, you know, see what happens and whatever. <laughs> like those are those incremental little things. And then you're like, those are the big things looking back. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate to, you know, if you were to look at where you were even three or five years ago, yourself, like back then for where you are now would be so damn proud of what you've accomplished or what you've done. And you'll look at all those little things, those little steps that you took and you'd be like, it'll make sense for how you got to where you are currently. But in the moment, it really doesn't feel like a big, like a big deal, but still like, I will look back even three years ago and I'm like, my, my past self would think I was so damn cool right now. Right. We are so <laughs> Even cool. in the moment, I'm like, I still don't, I don't know. I'm so far to go, but like, you just like, you know, your past self would be like totally high-fiving you or something. Right. I don't know. It's amazing. Oh my God. Your yeah. past self would so be high-fiving you. Like, again, it's for all. And like I said, I, what I love about Christy and why she, I feel like has been such a long-term client is she's again, incredible at what she does. And I feel like there's so much magic but I also feel like you are humble and real and like not trying to act as those, this whole entrepreneurial journey again is like, you know, just smooth sailing and rainbows and butterflies all the time. And so and I, I just say that <laughs> what I said, I hate it half the time yeah. in the best way, <laughs> in the best way. Cause it's yeah. stre- like growing is not comfortable. Right. Yeah. Right. Like we're always like just being again, stretched for, and it's, it's puberty day in and day out. And it sucks sometimes, but that's the thing again, just acknowledging that like those stretches, those, those in-between moments really suck. And again, we can acknowledge that, but also fucking crush it and also create amazing lives or you're buying second homes and wearing $700 shoes every fucking day. Cause we get to have that and we've worked for that. Yeah. Well, I think it's just really, it's handling the duality of having like a mess or feeling like your world sometimes is crumbling or you can't see what's in front of you, or you don't know how to get to that next step. And that's like the messiness of it whilst also carrying the energy and the fun of how far you've come and where it is you want to go and, and really connecting to your future vision and knowing it's going to happen. Like I've always found that duality to be 
like wonderful, messy, and so tough at the same time, but it's so worth it because it gets you still out of bed every day <laughs> to work towards your vision, knowing that like it is coming. You may not be able to figure it all out just yet, but that's, that is the magic. That's that it's the mess is the magic really. Absolutely there. And yeah. I, I like the word harmony for it too. Yes. Love that. I, I feel like it's so easy to like, I don't know, have it. I've come to understand like the bad days are like going to be mixed in with the good ones. Yeah. And like, I don't know, just everything gets to work together versus this, I don't know, starting over vibe or this, I don't know, just like torture vibe. And I, I also think it's just like with what you're saying, it's like, it's a really cool thing for you, myself, everyone to witness that. Like, even when those moments suck, you still get up a lot faster. Yes. Even though sometimes you feel like you're waiting in it. Like I know like last year, I mean, you know, my God, I felt like I waited in like a self-pity party for a good half of the year, feeling like I just could not figure my shit out for the longest time. And all of a sudden, like now here I am and I'm like, like, I just don't know how I came through it, but at the same time, I don't know, like it just happens, like time will pass and the messiness ends. And then it comes into like another beautiful unfolding of the next part of your story. It's just entrepreneurship is such a weird journey. <laughs> it's such a weird journey. And this it's is so be, weird. Totally. It's like, and this is an obnoxious thing to say in this. I was like thinking about making a post like this, but I'm like, I don't think this would help anybody because it doesn't have any actual like meat to it, but it's like, what if your struggle right now is for a reason hmm. and you just let it be the struggle instead of fighting it? Because I think you, you knew what you had to do. Yes. But like that felt so difficult to like, let go of that old trapeze bar and like go on to the next one. Yes. You, you knew, but it, it was hard. And I don't know, like I said, like, it's terrible advice because nobody's just gonna be like, okay, I'm struggling and that's okay. But what if you surrendered a little bit to it and like trusted it? And I think a lot of times the struggle periods would last a lot shorter uh, of a time. Well, yeah. Don't you think half our struggle is because we resist it? I like, I know for me, it was that I was resisting what I knew to be true anyway. And so part of my struggle was that I was waiting in the struggle, like not allowing myself to go to that next stage because you don't trust the process. Well, I think that I, I think this will resonate with you. I feel like I've had this conversation with several successful entrepreneurs and you, I think are an epitome of this, of what happened is like, when we start our businesses most of us are again, more masculine thinkers We're you know, willing to do whatever it takes. We're willing to do the work to hustle so on and so forth. And we achieve, we achieve, we achieve, right? Like we're going to get the shit done. Yeah. And then comes this point where we start learning about ourselves and we start giving ourselves permission to honor who we actually are, but that's so different than what we've known. And so the concept that we could just honor our intuition or that, that doesn't feel, that doesn't make sense to us. So again, that's where that gap of struggle comes in. But also I always use the example of that video when that bear climbed onto the fence in the backyard and that woman ran outside because her dog yeah. outside her, she ran out like a freaking beast and just like pushed the bear off the fence and got the, the dogs inside. And it was like, there was no hesitation. Cause if you had to think about that, yeah. If you had to actually think about the danger that you were in. There's no way she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have done that. But so when you get successful and then you have to pivot, it lends itself to so much more hesitation because you can hesitate, which is yes. fucking torture. Yes. It's torture. 
Well, and I think there's part of us that thinks too, or at least for me, I should say, is that because you've made yourself successful, there's this thought that you could screw it up and that you'd be starting off at zero. And, you know, we have to remind ourselves that your skill set and all the things you've learned along the way don't disappear because you start to tweak something in your business. <laughs> and like, you're not going to go back to zero and your bank account's not going to flush itself out or, or whichever, just because you decide to change something you know, this is actually the catalyst that'll, you know, move you to that next level, but it's such a hard thing, or at least it was for me to embrace. And I, I know for me, I didn't really realize this. I know you were telling me this for my God months. And it was when I actually went to help had this past summer and I had one of my biggest months to date and I worked for half of it. And I just thought, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, it finally clicked to me that I could let go a little bit and that it didn't have to be this big, like grind all the time, stick to the normal routine. You got to be in front of the computer 24 seven. And when I finally realized that, I feel like that's when my grip started to finally let go is that we don't have to, like, it doesn't have to be the grind that you hear, like that masculine energy we're talking about, because that's sometimes what can end up screwing us in the long run, because we not, there's no balance in our life. Totally. I think when you said we're self-made, so it's like, we know, we know that we've created what we've created, but that also means that we could be self-destroyed. <laughs> like we're, <laughs> we're the ones holding up all the, all the balls in the air. And so absolutely the concept, and this is always something that it's, it's difficult for me to describe because I feel like every single person, once they experience it, they get it. But before you really experience it or feel it for yourself, you're just, you think it's kind of nonsense or not that you think it's nonsense, but like you can't grasp it for yourself. But if you are burnt out and if you are doing work that you're not enjoying, especially with all of us being coaches and personal brands, the thought that you think you're better off in front of the computer than on vacation, giving mm -hmm. yourself, and I'm not talking about vacation, you know, 70% of the year you hadn't gone in a while. And like yeah. the thought that you wouldn't be better off giving yourself that re-energizing experience is it's crazy, but I, but like, it makes so much sense to me, like in the moment where you can't see that. Yeah. Well, because everyone, I released for me, like I was so used to the hustle of like, okay, the grind is what got me here. So to speak, like I was such, I had great work ethic. Like I know I've always had great work ethic. And so your mind kind of screws with you that if you let go a little bit, that all of a sudden things might fall apart. And I'm obviously speaking for myself here, but I feel like some entrepreneurs relate to that. Really? And so it was really hard to let go or feel like you could relax or God forbid, take a day off or, or something like that. And it's such a crazy way to think about things, but you know, you, like, we got into entrepreneurship to create more freedom for ourselves and to have that self-made aspect. So for God's sake, like take a day off. Like we got into this to have more freedom because we've like had that self-made aspect to our, to our lives. And yet so many of us don't give ourselves the permission or freedom to even enjoy that aspect. It's like, okay, what's the next milestone? What's the next thing I've got to hit? What's the next thing I'm, I'm like going to buy or like whatever, right? Like we get caught up so much in that hamster wheel. It makes such a difference to take your foot off the pedal for a second. Absolutely. And like, I just want everyone who's listening to this to like really hear both of us or saying that we, we can sit there and say these things to you, but we're not preaching it from a pedestal. We're saying it that this is what we continually have to repractice and repractice and relearn. Because again, with what we're talking about here, it's not the Oh, I went on one vacation and then I realized that I didn't have to work that hard. And then money kept coming in you up leveling with this new house. It's, it yeah. presents this whole new set of challenges that feels scary. 
so it's not as though, again, it's like, okay, that, that, that wound was healed. I'm good now. You just have to keep remembering on a more integrated level. Oh, right. I'm the magic and I have to take care of myself. And when I show up, well, I, I make more money, everything works better. And I deserve that. And again, it's just, a, again, like I said, a re-remembering over and over again. Yeah. Like, don't you feel like you're telling yourself things that you were telling yourself the first year in business? Because I certainly do. Like, there's just things I have to re-remember all the time. Like it doesn't change. It's like you said, the new integration of it in a different way, but you're, it's still the same kind of lessons now that it was on day one. 1 million percent. <laughs> and it makes me so an- temporarily annoyed at myself in those moments. Cause I'm like, you've been saying this for years to everybody else. And like, you forgot this temporarily, but it's a funny thing for everyone listening, the cool thing about, like we're saying, the cool thing about what we do is then you get to write the book. That's the book to yourself so that you don't forget again. Yeah. Yeah. And even as you would do that, I like, if you were to sit down and actually write a book to yourself that I know there would be epiphanies on the way. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to still like integrate that a little deeper, you know, (laughs) like it just never stops. No, it never stops. I was, so I've been waking up at five. And I've been meditating a little bit and journaling. And now I just crave it. Like, I really enjoy that slow thing for myself. And it was just funny today. Cause I was like, I found this app, which for everybody, I think it might be a cool app. I'm just going to share, uh, I have the name it's called think up. Ooh. And I had never heard of it before. I heard, uh, Haley Hoffman Smith mention it, but basically you can record your voice, but you can record it incrementally. So like you can record, I am worthy. And then a week later, you can remind yourself, you can do another one. And then it sets itself to music. And like, you can listen at night to yourself, repeating the things and which we need. Isn't it like, I think this is the telling of everything we're like, Oh, we need to surrender. Let me go on Spotify and search for a surrender meditation. And it's like, create your own fucking meditation, remind yourself of the things that you need to know. And so it was just funny. Cause I was thinking about that this morning about like, I'm going to create my own meditation. I'm like, I need to create it. Your fucking welcome meditation. Duh. <laughs> so again, like, I'm just like saying that because it's so interesting and also amazing how we get to remember that every single time we're going through a struggle. And then every time we make our way through that struggle, there's so much money to be made on the other side of that. I don't say that callously, but that's just one more lesson that we've gone through. And then one more lesson that we get to share with the world. And we, I think we just get to, again, get to do so much good in that way. Yeah. Well, and there's so much power and personal experience. Again, like we're not alone in thinking we're the only one that's gone through like this thing. Like there's somebody else on the other side that's going through it either in real time or right behind you. That would be so grateful for you to share that nugget of wisdom or something to pull them through that time. That will be so valuable. And so the bonus of course, is that you can make more money, but you're literally helping someone at the same time. And so it's, you know, there's, there's purpose in your pain, like to a certain extent. Right. But um, yeah, like I, I, I just, I love hearing about things that people have gone through over the years because they've been so powerful for me just in terms of keeping me rerouted in what I'm doing, reminding myself to take the next step forward, even if I can't see exactly what that is yet. And that it's okay if I've got a messy day where, you know, not everything's feeling picture perfect, if you will. But again, like you'll come on the other side and that's either something that can help you make money on the back end of it. Or just, again, you, you always feel more clear, even if you feel like, you know, you've been in the mess for a while. Cause again, that's how I felt last year for sure. It's yeah, it's messy and it it never stops being messy. And I think that's a, I don't know, a message that I just want to keep sharing over and over again. Cause again, there's, there's a lot of beauty again in that mess. Um, as we wrap up, cause I, I don't want to take up 
all of your time today. I know it's a big, we're, we're on the cusp of a big day here. Christy's got to go <laughs> celebrate and have her Prosecco. No, but um, I don't know. As we close out here, I feel like, is there anything that you would want to share with people in terms of your own personal practices for just remembering that next level self and like stepping into it on a daily, regular basis? Um, yeah, I mean, one, obviously, cause I'm an image consultant, I, the power of style is really important to me and, you know, whether you're into style or not, like truly, uh, you know, just the practice, I mean, that we've all been through at some point, we all had a job, you know, you got dressed for work, you know, that kind of thing. But I was always like really aware that there was power in image and what we projected, not only outwardly, because there's customer perception of what your clients think of how you dress and how you show up, but more importantly for yourself. And I know there's so many days where I really didn't feel like continuing on with whatever I was working with or on, if you will. And, you know, just getting dressed in a way that made me feel better or like I was showing up like my next level woman. Cause we all have the vision, right. Of like the perfect closet in our head when we hit like this milestone in our life or whichever, and what we're going to see in that wardrobe. And so all while my closet didn't reflect that at that time, you know, I would try and emulate an outfit that would create that as much as possible, because that always made me feel a little bit better. I mean, you could still be in a bad mood in a cute outfit, but you're going to be a little less grumpy if you're also looking fabulous when you look in the mirror, at least that's how I felt. So that was always a practice for me was just to get dressed. And it didn't mean that, you know, every day had to be this like, you know, very polished day, but it's just something where I feel like everyone can relate to, you know, you're going out with your friends or on a date or with family, like it's a special occasion. You buy a new outfit for yourself and you just strut a little bit more. You smile more, like you make eye contact. There's a confidence that comes with that. And so I've always wanted that to be infused in all of my work that I create for myself, even if I'm just sitting at my damn computer. Um, but it doesn't mean again, like you're sitting at heels at your computer, just something that makes you feel a little bit put together. And then something that actually you taught me that I hadn't done before was having part of that morning routine that was huge for me. And you had taught the just sit there routine where for 20, 30 minutes, you just get quiet and you brain dump essentially. And that could be your bigger vision. It could be things that you're, you know, just mulling on, if you will. But it's so at least for me, it was so rare that I had that time or gave myself that quiet time. And so the morning, just like what you were saying with that 5am routine, I love that because the rest of the world feels so quiet and peaceful. The sun's beautiful in the morning. Like it just felt so lovely to have some time for my own thoughts and really, you know, clean up my energetic side of the street, if you will, before I started my day. So that coupled with just getting dressed in the morning has just gotten my head straight before I started my day and started you know, giving to everybody else that might need me during the day. And so again, I, you know, I, most people probably roll their eyes at like the morning routine thing that a lot of people talk about or even getting dressed, but I honestly, like, it's just been such a game changer for me. And remembering that even if you're in the mud or in the thick of it right now, and you cannot see how, you know, your business is going to grow or whatever the case may be reaching out or getting a mentor, like my God, guys, Sarah, please hire her. Like she's fantastic. <laughs> Like my God, I hired Sarah when I was having my first hundred K year. And now I'm about to have my first hundred K month. Like what the hell? You so, made me, you made me teary today when you said that I was like, holy shit. Like that's amazing. Like, so yeah, incredible. Uh, it's just, yeah, it blows my mind. Like it's just insane. So having a mentor that can help you see what you can't at the time is really valuable or reaching out even to friends, but knowing that you will come through it, there's a reason for it. And it's only going to make you stronger and potentially more money because you'll be able to share it with those around you as well. So keep going, but take care of yourself along the way because it's invaluable. 
I feel like the takeaways just again, from this episode for everybody are like truly that self-made piece. And again, I know it can be like a controversial term for people, but you create yourself every single day. And so like, just like Christy just said, it's not, nobody's saying that like, you have to go and wear a $700 blazer. Nobody's saying that you have to, again, go, go nuts. But if you doing your hair a certain way or wearing a necklace, it, it does something for your vibe. It does something for your confidence. And especially as a business that you're the product, what that's really one of the most important things you can possibly do for yourself. And the same with the taking the time for, you know, the morning routine, whatever it is, like you said, there are the people who roll their eyes at it, but I would be willing to bet that the people who roll their eyes aren't doing it so that they yes. don't get the power of it. So sure. You're rolling your eyes because you think you have too much to do, but there it's so funny when I say it to people just sit there or whatever it is, they want me to almost, it's almost like they want me to be like, well, here's how the breakthrough is going to come through. And I'm like, I don't fucking know how it's going to work. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But I just know that when you actually give yourself space, good things happen. Like it's not a coincidence that you have your best ideas in the shower when you're about to fall asleep, when you're not again, sitting there taking in a million pieces of information and like overwhelming yourself. So there's so much magic and power to it. And I feel like I know like people are busy and kids and all those kind of things that I'm never trying to act as though I don't get that or bypass it and act like it's not a real thing. But I just do, if you're an entrepreneur, you don't have the time not to do it. Yeah. Well, and you got to step into your own main character energy. Like there's always going to be people, friends, other things to look after. But you know, if if truly, like if you're making a movie on your life, like, are you playing the best friend? Like, are you playing the sidekick role? Are you playing the main character energy? The woman that creates herself every day from how she dresses, who she talks to, what she's building in her like every day, like what story are you creating for yourself? I love that. What story are you creating for yourself? That's like the perfect way to end this. And I want to say, cause Christy is always so complimentary and so kind. And I appreciate that so much, but truly this is just an incredible human. And I, it's such an honor to work with you and to see you do the work, not only from the, obviously taking the action part, but you're, you're willing to look at yourself and do the things. And the fact that you're again, just exploding and creating this dream life, creating the story that you knew that you were always supposed to be a part of. It's such a beautiful thing to witness. And I feel like everybody would benefit from being in your energy. You know, she's got a bunch of different types of cool offers. Uh, so definitely check out our website, connect with her on Instagram. Uh, I will obviously, of course, link to all of that in the notes, but I mean it sincerely that I just, I love you. I appreciate you so much. And it's, again, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to watch what you're doing. And I, so just, I, I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy that you were here to share all those things. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. It's very mutual. I love and adore you to pieces. And again, like my life's forever changed from being in your energy and all of your knowledge and whatnot. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're very welcome. You're fucking welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it. If you took the time to rate review and subscribe, it really helps the show a ton. And I would be super grateful.